recorded live. Hey everyone, how's it going? Hudson here, and you are listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. Today is January 19th, 2015, and it is episode number 111, entitled New Nintendo Direct, because there's a lot of new, hashtag new, uh, in this episode here. So today, as usual, we have Steve here with us. Hey guys, how's it going? We have Greg. Hi everyone. And Barry. Hey guys. So we are here to discuss the recent Nintendo Direct, and we love this podcast because of how interactive it is. So if you guys are listening, you can join us. Post comments, we'll read them on air, and it'll be a lot of fun. Details on how to do that are on NintendoFuse.com, so let's check that out. Uh, Go there, you can join in the chat, you can call in, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, But we're going to jump right in, because there's a lot going on, a lot to discuss, and we also have, just quick FYI, uh, he's not on the call yet, so he'll say hi in a bit. Alex is joining us as well, so we're glad to have him uh, him joining. Um, so, a lot to discuss with this Nintendo Direct. So, we're going to try and see, you know, hopefully we can get the most of it at least. Um, first things first, new Nintendo 3DS XL was officially announced for the U.S. Europe got their announcements. You know, we it's been out in Japan. We got our announcement. The U.S. is only getting the XL model. It's coming February 13th uh, for $199.99, and it's coming in new red and new black. And if you don't know, it's got the little circle pad. It's got NFC built in, VLZR buttons, um, faster processor, super stable 3D, all that fun stuff. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts on this announcement of the new 3DS XL? Well, it was pretty much expected. Um, we've seen, you know, leaks and everything uh, that it was going to happen. And I think, I mean, pretty much everybody uh, knew that it was going to happen no matter what. It was just kind of a matter of time, really, right? Because, I mean, um, Europe had already, or uh, Japan had already had it. Um, I think Australia already had it. Europe had already got the, uh, the limited edition um, things from Club Nintendo. So it was really just a matter of time before it, it was going to hit the, the U.S., um, or North America as a whole. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I pre-ordered mine, and I uh, can't wait for it to come. I definitely yeah. agree. What I mean, that? I was really stoked, and as he was saying, I was, we were seeing all the posts saying, like, looks like it's coming on the 13th, but Nintendo isn't confirmed yet. And then and here's the Nintendo Direct, and what do you know? There it is, <laughs> February 13th. Um, I have not pre-ordered mine yet. I'm still figuring out my financial situation to see if I'll be able to get it at launch. But if I'm not, then I'll just probably, I'll end up getting it later down the road this year. Yeah, I was expecting it. I figured it would be a huge missed opportunity. Uh, and then when I saw the announcement, I was very happy. And then I saw the Monster Hunter thing, and I was like, oh, that's great. But I, was, I really felt it would be a missed opportunity with no Majora's Mask one. I, I really was pissed off about that for the chunk between Monster Hunter 4 is being announced until the end. And when that ending happened, I was like, that's it. So I I actually did go out, pre-ordered from GameStop, my Majora's Mask, ready to go for launch. I'll probably do an unboxing since that thing seems to be insanely hard to find. But I'm ready yeah. for it. I'm upset that there's no, no regular for the people that did want Faith Play. Yeah. I think uh, it was interesting, actually. I was watching Twitter. It was we were live tweeting and everything for Nintendo Fuse, and it was funny to 
see a lot of people are like, oh, really, only red and black? Well, I, I'm probably going to hold off. Um, I can't believe they're not going to do any limited editions, and all of a sudden, Monster Hunter went, okay, well, that's exciting, and then all of a sudden, um, it just kind of exploded once they uh, once they announced the uh, Majora's Mask one. So that was kind of fun to watch. But when I live-tweeted that to Nintendo Fuse, I actually said, oh, there's Monster Hunter 4, but, but no Majora's Mask, because it hadn't happened yet. So I, I was really upset about that, but very pleasantly surprised by the end. Right. I think, yeah, the biggest surprise, I mean, we all knew it was coming, even though the title is new 3DS, there really wasn't much new about it since Japan already had it, we knew what it was. But the biggest surprise was the lack of the, the regular version. Um, it's one of those things that, you take it for granted, you you assume, I mean, why why wouldn't they release it? But So a lot of people were expecting it, a lot of people were kind of planning around it, like, hey, I'm going to reserve this one, and I'm going to reserve this size, and they ended up not releasing it. So, unfortunately, this guy here, you're not able to get in the U.S., which is pretty unfortunate, because um, the faceplates are a lot of fun, and I was hoping to buy more faceplates. I imported it from Japan, but I was hoping to get more faceplates here in the U.S., and unfortunately, nothing. So that's kind of a, a disappointment. Uh, on top of that, the new 3DS XL doesn't have a blue color, and I was, like, so set on blue because it's, blue's my favorite color. It looked amazing. Japan got it. Europe got it. Why wouldn't we get it? Of course, Nintendo of America. So... I was pretty disappointed by that, so I think I'm going to actually hold off on buying the 3DS XL, even though my circle pad is busted on mine, because I want the blue. Yeah. Well, you do have a Japan one, so, I mean, it's not like you can't experience the, the new stuff. I mean, you can't play all the games, I guess, but uh, you do, you kind of have had your hands on of it already. So, um, I think right. uh, in terms of the, the differences for me, um, I'm, I'm okay with them not releasing the, the regular one um, in America, only for my own personal preference. Um, because once I upgraded to the XL, there was no way I was going to get a regular size one anyhow, because I love the big screen. Um, even though it, it's harder to fit in my pocket, uh, I love the bigger screen, and I love the better battery life, and I love how it, it fits my hands better. Um, so it was, it was going to be an obvious choice for me to get the XL anyhow. Um, but for those people that, that want to not spend as much money, um, to be able to get the the optional faceplate and to just you know have a smaller screen for whatever reason if that's what you prefer it is kind of unfortunate but personally I'm okay with it only being XL. Yeah, I'm the same boat. I'm going to get the XL regardless because I only play an XL now outside of doing some cheap passes on my original launch 3DS. But I did see their petitions. People were trying to get Nintendo to release the regular, and some people have seen speculation that they're going to do it at a later time, maybe during holiday and try to throw it out there as a holiday special bundle. Hmm. Yeah, it's always possible. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, like people kind of doing petitions, all sorts of stuff. So who knows if that'll even do anything. Or I mean, Nintendo's very coy about it. They, they didn't outright say it's never going to come. All they said is, hey, here's the new 3DS XL. Um, so who knows? Maybe it will come at some point. Uh, for whatever reason, they're holding it. I don't know. Um, but if you do want the new 3DS XL, you do have some more options, as we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast. There is the Monster Hunter bundle, um, which also comes out on February 13th, and that one comes with a special Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate Edition of the new 3DS XL and the game included. Um, and so that is the price is uh, $229.99. Uh, the Majora's Mask bundle actually it's not really a bundle; it does not come with the game. Just FYI, it's $199.99. It's just a special edition of the system but if you're interested in it and you don't have it already good luck because uh chances oh. are at this point it might be kind of hard to find 
there is something about that. Uh, I did read uh, that Best Buy was talking to everybody who pre-ordered, and if you pre-ordered more than one, you were refunded your money minus the one. They allowed you to pre-order one, and they changed it to limit one, which means there may have been people who pre-ordered five, ten, trying to resell, may have even sold money Bay, that now have those canceled. So they haven't disclosed when, but keep a line watch on Best Buy because those might go back up at some time, and I'm sure they'll sell out very quickly when they do. Hmm. So it's possible for sure. Um, I think we got Alex on the call. Are you there, Alex? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. How's it going? I'm good. Good. How are you guys? Good. It's good. Well, I like you dressed up uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, I did. My friend just got me tons of bow ties for Christmas, so I'm breaking them in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about new 3DS XL. Any uh, thoughts on on that? Mm, I, I know we were talking about um, how they're not bringing the smaller one over here. I know that sucks for some people. I was set on the XL because I love the XL. I love the big screens, so I'm not. I'm never going back to the smaller one. So it's. Not that big an issue for me, but uh, I've had my eye on that uh, that Monster Hunter one, but I'm on the review for Monster Hunter for the site, so I'm probably going to be getting a review copy of the game, so it doesn't make much sense for me to... Oh, wait. No, the bundle doesn't come with the game, does it? Or does yes, it? Yes, the Monster Hunter. Hunter one does. Ah, okay, yeah, okay, that's what, I, that's what I figured. That's why I'm not picking up that bundle, unfortunately. But, uh, and I guess there's no chance I'm going to get that Majora's Mask one anymore, so... Uh, I might just get the regular XL. <laughs> and it's interesting, I, I because officially once they once this launches and everything, we're gonna have really kind of three um, separate uh, models at the time. You know, we'll have the 2DS, the regular 3DS, and the 3DS XL, which is the new design. Um, I wonder if they did that on purpose here in America to kind of keep it a little bit separate. You know, if you're going to get the, the 2D only one, that's this one. You're going to get just the traditional 3DS, and that's this. But the new one has the extra features, the bigger screen, the the premium device in a way um, to kind of three, create three different um, product lines in America. Maybe that was kind of their their idea. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Um, I, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to phase out the original 3ds XL and just kind of just have the new 3ds XL. I think that would be logical. Um, so I guess they could have, yeah, 2ds, 3ds, and then new 3ds XL or something. Um, hopefully, though, that doesn't cause too much confusion with the new name and, and everything else. But you know, I, I, I did see the image of uh, the Xenoblade game for new 3DS. Is that is exclusive? There's a huge banner on the front of the game box art that says like only for new Nintendo 3DS. So hopefully they'll kind of be a bit clear with uh, their messages when they they kind of market the system. Um, so let's head to the chat room and see what everyone is saying. Um, <coughs> So let's see. So Dylan and Ryder's Poker Rangers is a couple things. Um, so I know Greg, I think, is still on the call. He might have uh, not. I, I don't see him in the video. Are you still there, Greg? Yeah, my internet dropped. I was disconnected from the thing, so I decided to restart my computer. So I know there was one additional thing I wanted to say is I'm kind of disappointed that the, we're not getting the charger adapter with the 3DS XL because I usually trade in my older system and 
I won't be able to without the charger. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I totally forgot about that. I guess other countries are used to it, but for America, that's that's new. Yeah, I think it's probably the um, whole charger thing. It's probably just to, to kind of keep costs down, is my guess. Um, probably to, to make packaging the similar, how everybody else has got it and everything. Um, but probably to keep it cost down. I mean, that 199 price tag is a lot more appealing than uh, 209 for whatever reason, or 219 or whatever it ended up being. Um, so I think that's why they, they didn't bundle in like Wii remotes and things like that with the Wii U's to keep that cost, you know, in that more affordable you know, uh, area. So I, I kind of understand it, I guess, from that price, from that um, perspective. I, you know, it doesn't really matter to me because I still have my DSi charger, my 3DS charger, my 3DS XL charger. Um, I've got chargers, uh, so it's not that big of a deal for me. Um, but for new owners, it's kind of unfortunate. I I understand them wanting to do it for cost, but after the negative reaction I've seen since it's been announced, so many people have posted negative things about it. Like, it's only going to cost you $2. Just throw it in there. You know, I think they would be kind of stupid at this point not to do something like use a voucher to get one for free or something like that, just to appease the crowd. Except for, except for these other the fans that are, you know, maybe even listen to our podcasts or, or just, like, read our stuff or whatever. They're probably thinking, what are you complaining about, you silly North Americans? Because we have had to deal with this the whole way through. We've always had to buy our, our chargers separately. Stop throwing a fit. You're just so spoiled. That's probably what they're thinking because, like, we're throwing this fit over this, like, probably a charger that's probably going to cost us maybe 10 bucks um, in the end. And they're like, well, we've been buying them for a long time. So, you know, eat it, Americans. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I got my new 3DS from Japan, I didn't have a charger. But I had, I did have a bunch of other chargers that just flying around, like my old, uh, I think my old DSi used the same one or I don't know. So I, I pretty easily had a charger ready to use so um it is what it is i guess unfortunately um but yeah i mean that's the new 3ds xl i mean we kind of already know a lot about it um so it's not too much of a surprise but at least now we have a specific date we know when it's coming the xl model it is new red new black so you can kind of choose your your options there as well as the, the other special edition bundles um so the next one of the next things that that was kind of talked about i wanted to, to mention uh, is Amiibo. So we all know, you know, Amiibo has kind of been this big thing. They've been selling pretty well. It's hard to find some of them. And Nintendo's like, you know what? We're not done yet. We have more Amiibo coming your way. Uh, there is a new line of Amiibo they announced, a new Super Mario Amiibo line. So we have the Super Smash Brothers line. Now we have the Super Mario Amiibo line. Uh, this includes Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, and Bowser, as well as Toad for the first time. And that comes out on March 20th alongside the release of Mario Party 10 for Wii U, which also features an Amiibo party mode, where you can use the Amiibo to unlock special boards and, and be able to play with those. Um, so, are you guys going to get any of these Super Mario Bros. Amiibo, or are you all just Amiiboed out with Smash Brothers Amiibos? Well, I was kind of disappointed because, like, I already got so many of them already, but and I don't want to reuse and erase my Smash Brothers data on it because, like, I trained him up, like, my Yoshi up to 50, and he's my strongest one right now, and I don't want to delete it just to play one game of Mario Party when I'm more likely to return to Smash, like, a lot more likely. But 
I guess I might have to pick up one just for the game, but that again, that seems like another additional cost. Yeah. yeah. When I saw, oh, go ahead. Um, when I saw it in the uh, in the, the direct, I was like, oh, I expected this to happen. They look cool, especially Toad. Especially knowing that Toad is used in Captain Toad, and he's the only one. So I was like, well, I have to get Toad. And I was excited about it. I told my wife, I'm like, oh yeah. She's like, please tell me you're not going to get him again. You already have him. I'm like. Yeah, I'm going to get him again. Like, oh, I can't. Like, I have to. Plus, I don't want to delete my characters. I already have them all level 50. And and her response was, if you get him again, fine, but don't level Donkey Kong anymore. Don't use him anymore in the race. And have to. Don't buy a second Donkey Kong right now for Mario Party. So that's my restriction. <laughs> can't stop Yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of glad that I didn't decide to, to get everything because um, my wallet would be killing me um, if that was the case. Uh, so I'll probably definitely get Toad um, because of, of Captain Toad. And um, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about the other ones. Um, not so sure. Uh, I like how they look. Um, and uh, I'm you know, glad <coughs> to have other ones. I, I wasn't uh, necessarily surprised uh, by the, you know, the, the issue with the read-write stuff and having to, to reset it you know, for a different one. Uh, I think we, we were told that a while back, I think just most people probably forgot that that was going to be the case. Um, and so, especially because um, Smash Brothers is really the only one that has read and write so far. And so I think a lot of people are like, oh, if you still with Hyrule Warriors or you just Mario Kart, it should be okay. Um, but this one, being able to read and write um, is probably why. And so I'll, I'll probably just pick, you know, I'll probably use Toad and Captain Toad. Um, I'll probably use, you know, if I end up getting Mario Party, I'm not sure if I will or not, but if I end up getting one, I'll probably just pick one to use it or something like that. Um, when it comes down to it, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to have, like, probably one, you know, amiibo that are one or two amiibos that I kind of use over and over for the same game. So maybe, like, my Yoshi is probably going to be the one that I really attach to Smash Brothers, and I'll pick another one that I really attach to Mario Party if I end up getting that. And so, you know, having having a collection of them, I'm okay with just kind of picking and choosing which which ones I use for which games. See, one of the one of the defining factors when I was able to get my wife on board is she looked at them and she said, "Well, at least the Mario and Luigi ones look better." Luigi's Smash Bros. Amiibo is pretty ridiculous, so it, at least that it is. Like, yeah, that, that one looks better. I have to get it. It looks better. You know. Yeah, that, I'm yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that they didn't. What is what is it? Like what is it? Exactly. That, what is it? The best part is when you put it to light. <laughs> falls on his face, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to end up collecting all the Super Mario Amiibo as well, um, just because I love the figures. I think they're really cool, and I just cannot stop my collector self, I guess. Um, but I do like that they're releasing a Toad Amiibo. It's definitely kind of the first time that they're you know going to be expanding more, and it's, it's always cool to see some of that. Um, I kind of wish, I was almost hoping that they would have like a Captain Toad Amiibo, that would work with a Captain Toad game, but I guess they just decided to go with just a generic Toad one for, for various games. Um, but that will certainly be, be interesting to see. Um, aside from, from that, well, I guess, uh, uh, Alex, are you still on the call? I don't know. If... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm back. My internet cut out for a little bit there. <laughs> okay. Do you have any, uh, any thoughts on Amiibo? Are you going to collect the new ones, or have you been collecting them recently? 
Yeah, I don't know. When when Smash Bros. first came out and these Amiibos were first released, I thought it was kind of dumb and I didn't collect them. But then people kept getting them for me for Christmas and my birthday, and now I'm hooked on all these Smash Bros. Amiibos. I've ordered a couple in from Japan because you can't find them here anymore. But uh, when they revealed the new uh, the new Mario Amiibos, it just didn't interest me as much. I find the, the whole Mario Party, new Super Mario Bros. art style kind of sterile and boring, so I'm not really a, a fan of how, how they look. I mean, at least the Smash Bros. Amiibos are, like, stylized, and they're all in sometimes ridiculous poses that don't stand up on their own, so they need those dumb little beams and things. But, you know, there's kind of a, a certain charm to it. And I, I guess you can say the same about these Mario figures, but they, they're just kind of boring to me. Right. I definitely feel you on the uh, the amiibo addiction. It's it's strong. It's hard to get rid of. <laughs> um, the other there they actually uh, talked about a couple of other games that use the amiibo at on the Nintendo Direct. So for example, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, which comes out on February twentieth. Also uses the so uses the Kirby King DDD and Meta Knight amiibo. So once a day you can tap any of those characters. So um, they'll kind of power up Kirby and give them different abilities. Basically, uh, as we mentioned, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker uses the Toad amiibo. So it'll be an update coming out on March 20th to use that. Uh, you can basically make Pixel Toad appear in a stage and and you can try and find them. Um, also, Codename Steam, which was kind of interesting, is going to use the Fire Emblem Amiibo, whether that's Mark or Ike or Robin or Lucina. Um, so they will be able to become playable in the game. So that was that was pretty neat. Um, and there's some third-party games that will be using them as well, like Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy Plus from Bandai Namco, um, where you can basically unlock special aircraft skins using various Amiibo in the game. So lots of different games using Amiibo. Uh, any of those games interest you, or do you plan on using Amiibo in them? I mean, Kirby looks interesting to me, but the problem with that one is nobody's going to have a Meta Knight amiibo. <laughs> there are going to be, like, four of them that are made, and they're going to cost, like, $4,000 on eBay, and nobody's going to be able to enjoy it because Nintendo... Hey, I've got it pre-ordered on Best Buy, okay? I will have it. Okay, well, some people... <laughs> he's, he's one of the four. <laughs> yep. You can be the one of the four. And resell them all. <laughs> Uh, all of Together, them. I think Greg and I make up half of the population that's going to own a Meta Knight Amiibo. <laughs> that's true. They're all going to be so, yeah. by Nintendo Fuse. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, Captain Toad. I mentioned that already. Um, I'll probably, you know, go ahead and use Toad with Captain Toad. I mean, um, it'd probably be a while before I finished all the levels in there, but it's cool because they'll be adding new ones through. Um, Pixel Toad or whatever, and you know how that all will really work in the end um, is kind of cool. I think it's it's kind of in a way we, we talked about this before, kind of like um, uh, physical DLC in a way. Um, so it, it's kind of cool that you know these figures kind of add extra features to the game. Um, we've kind of been wondering how it's going to do that. Um, uh, what was the other ones? Um, Codename Steam. I'm still probably not going to be playing that one. Ace Combat. Um, I'm excited. I've only played one Ace Combat game so far, um, so I might end up getting this one. Um, and if I do, it'd be cool to use uh, the Amiibo. Um, I love flying games, and um, I really enjoyed um, the one Ace Combat game that I played, so it, it'd be cool to kind of add in the, the skins and stuff. Um, I just want to take a moment 
and talk about Kirby um, because I have a beef with it and it has nothing to do with am Amiibo. My beef is that it's touchscreen only. And I don't understand why the game is set, set up that way with the beautiful art style that it has that will look absolutely brilliant on HDTV, yet you won't be seeing that because you'll be staring at the gamepad the entire time. It's for the Waddle Dees to enjoy. If you're playing Kirby, <laughs> people playing Waddle Dee will enjoy it. So I'm going to have to find a friend to play Kirby so I can play Waddle Dee because so I can actually <laughs> look at these beautiful visuals because I'm not going to want to play Kirby at all. Number one, because I don't really enjoy touchscreen-only games, um, especially platformers like that. Number two, because I want to look at this fantastic-looking game, but it's not going to look as cool on this gamepad. No, I don't know. I wish <laughs> <laughs> it would have been kind of cool to offer an option where, you know, instead of like drawing directly, like you can kind of draw and but look at the TV screen and see like where you drew the, you know, the line or something and kind of be able to, to do that or something. So that would have kind of been nice to at least have that option in there. But I guess, unfortunately, Nintendo's banking on you having somebody else there to play with you. So, right. I mean, uh, like those games make a lot of sense for for the handheld because you got your your screens are number one right next to each other and number two they're the same resolution. But it's so jarring to do this or like I want that the game looks beautiful and if they end up pulling something like that with uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, I'm gonna be even more ticked off because that game's even prettier and I want to look at it. <laughs> well, see about that. Like when I did Captain Toad. Uh, with, you know, I played it with the gamepad, and I played it looking at the screen. The entire time I looked at the gamepad. Even though it looked better on the TV, like, I just was more comfortable looking at the gamepad. And it didn't take away right. anything. I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed the hell of the game. I beat every level. And, you know, I'm looking forward to going back through for the time challenges and, and finding little Toad when I get my hands on the Toad Amiibo. Uh, and I understand <laughs> that it's kind of, I would kind of wish you could choose, like, give yourself the option um, but the way that game is designed, since it looks like it's very, very closely following Kansas Curse, I don't see a way they can do it. And they might as well make the graphics look good on the TV instead of look like shit, and then people will complain about the graphics looking like shit, you know? <laughs> That's why you get friends right. over, all draw straws, and the short straw has to play with Kirby and look at the screen. What else has to play with? Or Bandit Deer. It's whatever. like, ha you guys <laughs> like with Kirby. Suck it. <laughs> or, best of both worlds, um, I play as you know on the gamepad, and I record using my Elgato Game Capture HD some Let's Play footage for you all on Nintendo. Watch it later. Exactly. It. So stay tuned for that, guys. If you want to see the game, you can see it in HD soon. Hey, speaking of which, uh, we need we need to chat. This is just a reminder, everybody that's watching the podcast is going to hear it. But we need to chat about um, settings because I'm having issues with mine, like stuttering and stuff. So we'll have to chat later for the settings for the stream. Talk yeah. to and stuff, or yeah. okay, yeah. I think today has been weird because I, I still, I don't know if Greg and Alex are on the video or not. I can't even see them right now, but um, so I don't know what's going on with with the Google oh, man, today. Just, but in in general, because I was having trouble streaming on Twitch and stuff too. So oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I can see everybody, um, but moving like a little bit, like jarred. So yeah, I'm not there. I don't know what's going on? My computer's showing me there, and I'm since watching you guys all, so I don't think I'm <laughs> well, I think, disconnected. But 
it might be my computer being weird today just because I think when you were on before, but it didn't show it, but I saw you drop and then I see you come back, but I can't see you, but I think that's just my computer being weird. But oh, yeah, um, it is. Yeah. And I, I was, I was specifically talking about streaming the games through the Elgato thing. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll discuss that. Um, let's head to the chat going on on YouTube. So let's see what people are saying. Dylan and Riders Poker Rangers says, quick question. I know GameStop is having a promotion. If you trade in 3DS XL, you get $100 credit towards the new 3DS XL. Is that really worth it? Um, personally, I think um, I think it is. I mean, I have the new 3DS, so I can kind of say from experience with some of the new features and everything. Um, I think it is worth it. I think the, the circle pad is kind of neat for some of the games and everything. But for me, some of the best stuff is how the faster system and, and the faster downloads. Definitely just booting up games is, is even quicker. Uh, the improved 3D is definitely really nice, um, so that's that's definitely a plus. Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, I think it's it's you know it's an improved 3DS. You can't go wrong with that, really. Um, but just keep in mind, if you trade into GameStop, make sure your GameStop has you know solid internet connection, and they're going to allow you to do a transfer. Because in order to do transfer all your save data and licenses for your games, you need an internet connection, and you need your old 3DS and the new one together. So do keep that in mind. Some stores will let you, some stores may not. So your mileage may vary on that. And the uh, the SD card situation too. Uh, make sure that you all have right. the new one. Um, you can transfer that all over, you know, on uh, using a computer. I'm pretty sure to to copy um, your old data to the new data for so you're from the SD card to the micro SD. Um, but the the transfer itself <laughs> might need. Um, to to have that intact and actually have the new SD uh, micro SD in there. And so if you're like me, and I know um, some of the these guys here too, um, have like a 32 gigabyte SD card in our in our um, 3DS, we have to make sure you get at least that you know the uh, a big enough one that's going to work on your new 3DS. And you probably need to bring a small screwdriver along with you to GameStop to pop off the back of the new 3DS XL because you can't just access the SD card, the micro SD, as easy as you've been able to access the SD card on your old 3DS. Good point. Definitely do keep that in mind for sure. What a fun, <laughs> pro- what a fun process that sounds like. I mean, I did the yeah, transfer in the store for the regular XL, and then if I do do a transfer, that'd be another fun um, day there, and probably suck up a lot of bandwidth because I have the 32 card, and to prepare, I did buy a 32 gigabyte micro SD card, figuring that I was going to get the system at some point. So I don't know if I should just transfer over the data now or if it needs to transfer after. I have no idea. But I would copy it over like right before you go, just so it's like up to date. Because I feel like the 3DS, I've, I've heard cases where if people copy over like an older version of the save data or something, like it tends, the 3DS tends to say, you know, that's like not the latest version of the save data. You please load the newest version and then it kind of screws up and you might have to start over or something. So I would make sure that like maybe like the morning of or something, like you copy everything over and make it current before you actually switch the SD card just to be on the safe side. Um, yeah. So yeah, keep that in mind if you uh, trade in your, your 3DS. Um, and uh, that, that so, yeah. Sorry, one more thing that, uh, that new 3DS, uh, uh, Nick, one of our news guys in the chat, just mentioned that uh, the new 3DS doesn't come with that AC adapter. So if you return your old system for for in-store credit, you're going to have to uh, 
you're going to have to buy a new AC adapter because they'll expect you to bring in the AC adapter with that thing. It shouldn't be much of an issue, but, you know, make sure that your store has one in stock or you won't be able to play that thing. Yeah, definitely do keep sure. that in mind. So a lot to remember. Create a checklist for yourself and, and you know, <laughs> just don't forget. So. Hey, on the uh, the adapter uh, thing I want to mention, I, I purchased, I know that they say don't do this, um, but just from personal experience, I, I purchased two um, SD, or not, sorry, USB uh, cables, uh, charging cables for 3DS off like eBay or whatever before, and they work great. Um, so it's another option. I got them for like two or three bucks, and it's nice to just kind of throw in my bag and I can charge it for my, my computer, or I can charge it from a, another USB dongle or whatever for my computer or, or um or whatever. So just another idea. Yep. Definitely lots of different ways to, to, uh, to do that. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. One last thing on Amiibo before we kind of move on to the next topic. I did want to mention Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS. The update to use Amiibo in the game will be coming out in February. The uh, new 3DS will obviously have the NFC stuff built in. The NFC adapter for the regular 3DS will launch in the future. So stay tuned for that. Um, so one of the other announcements they made is the game, uh, it's actually like a two-pack, Puzzle and Dragon Z and Puzzle and Dragon Super Mario Bros. Edition. In Japan, uh, Puggle, Puggle, Puzzle and Dragons Z. I don't know why it's so difficult for me to say. Um, I believe they're a separate game. So it came out in Japan, and it's super popular, and they're releasing a Super Mario Bros. Edition. So here in the U.S., they're putting two games in one, and it's essentially a puzzle game. Uh, very similar to, I think, Candy Crush is, seems what it, is what it seems like. Um, and it's coming out this May. So is this the type of game that interests any of you? Nope. Sounds like um, <laughs> <That's laughs> <a> no. <laughs> in, in the puzzle game thing, though, I mean, there's another one they announced with the Pokemon themed or something that was going to be free to play. Yeah. Um, Pokemon that one's probably going to be one I pick up because it's free to play. Um, but this type of game, I mean, it, mobile has kind of killed me on it. I really, um, because I can get a game like this on my phone for like 99 cents or, or free. And, and I hate that that's happened. Um, but if I'm going to play a game like this, it's probably only going to be here and there. And I'd rather only spend a dollar on it than spend, you know, 20, 30 bucks on, on a 3ds game. So, um, so yeah, uh, it's, not not my thing, um, but it's cool that they're they're bringing some of these Japanese only games over. Hey Steve, you and I are opposites there. I don't play any games on my mobile phone. I hate mobile phone games. I hate the freemium, and that's exactly why I'm turned off by Pokemon Shuffle because it's freemium uh, with with real app purchases and all that. And turn off even if it is free to download. I probably won't even do that. But on the opposite hand, you know, Puzzles and Dragons, which I never heard about until I saw the Japanese trailer for the Super Mario, and I, people were in the comments were like, oh, what about Puzzles and Dragons Z? So I realized, oh, there's another game that came out, and now we're getting them both together, so I'm definitely going to pick that up because it's two games in one, and I would rather, A, play it on the 3DS than a phone where I actually have control, B, support Nintendo than support some company like King who's just money-grubbing and thinks they're gods. And and see, I like games with Mario in it. All that being said, I actually don't play Candy Crush either. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's your favorite game, Steve. <laughs> no, um, I'm not a big fan of those types of games either. And as soon as I saw like the Pokemon Shuffle was premium, I was like 
Nintendo do not go there. That's not a very bad idea. I do not want to see this applied to other games at all. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, they totally got an off topic, and I'm, that's my fault. Um, but it's interesting they're they're going that way because I, with like a couple of years ago when they announced in their their financial briefing that they were going to explore different options for pricing in order to somewhat compete with that mobile market. And I think um, it's interesting that they've tried some different things uh, over this last year um, with Rusty's Real Deal Baseball um, being a free-to-play game, but you can kind of, um, you know, get the prices a little lower if you kind of haggle with them a little bit. Um, but this one seems to be just a straight-up, you know, copying exactly how a lot of um, mobile games do with just going, you know, <laughs> free-to-play with so many lives, and you can purchase additional lives or whatever additional um, coins or whatever to play more um, is exactly like, you know, a, a mobile phone would do. Um, so it's interesting, I, I guess. So it's, it's kind of cool that they're, they're releasing two games that actually seem pretty similar with this puzzle and um, and Dragon's game and Pokemon Shuffle. Maybe they're going to kind of see, you know, which one does better in the end. Um, should we go with the traditional model and just send these out and see how that does? Or And at the same time, they're going to release this free-to-play one and see how that one does and kind of maybe, you know, use those in the, in the future to, to judge how they should release games. Even more reason people should purchase Puzzles and Dragons and steer Nintendo away from this premium crap. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that Pokemon Shuffle might actually win because Pokemon are generally geared towards younger kids and obviously if they have the 3DS, 2DS, whatever, then they'll be like, hey, I want a couple eShop credit and then they'll buy more hearts and they can continue playing just like they would play those kind of games on their mobile phone. So I almost see Pokemon Shuffle being kind of dangerous because it's going to really appeal to those that younger generation that's unfamiliar with like the in-app purchases and all that kind of stuff too. Right. Yeah, I think. Um, I was gonna say I think uh, Pokemon is one of those series that like it's the most interesting in terms of the different types of games you can do, but it's also the most dangerous in terms of you can go down a dark road with with all the premium stuff. And what if they start doing like amiibo for like a million different Pokemon? Like you know, like there's, there's a very you know. There's two roads that Nintendo can go down, and it's like, which way are they going? you got to be a little careful there. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of uh, with you guys in that. Uh, the whole freemium thing kind of turned me away from, from Pokemon Shuffle. But also, it looks so similar to the, what is it, Pokemon Battle Troze? Like, it yeah. just seemed very similar to that, and I was like, I already have that. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see much reason in, in getting this one. Don't forget, I think the... Uh... My my wallet sometimes wins out over my principles. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Son, don't forget they already right. Pokemon uh, thing with Pokemon Rumble U. Yeah, they did. That's true. Um, so they they kind of were testing the waters with that, and uh, who knows what will happen in the future. I'm I'm a little excited, but I'm a little scared as well at the same time. So we'll see. And, and Pokemon, though, is interesting because it's more, it's owned by, I guess, the Pokemon company. So some of their decisions are kind of separate from Nintendo, but they're also a part of Nintendo. So it's kind of, it's very interesting because I, I think maybe, maybe it wasn't specifically Nintendo that had this idea for the freemium thing. You know, uh, some people kind of, you know, are quick to either put the credit or the blame for Nintendo for Pokemon stuff. But it's really, it's Nintendo, but it's not Nintendo in a way. That makes sense. It's, it's well, I think, an I interesting think case. 
okay anything they do. I think they can come up with any idea they want, but Nintendo has to be the final okay on it. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that is that. So if you're interested in Pokemon Shuffle or Puzzle and Dragon Z, you have those options as well. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, so Nintendo, again, trying new ways of, of you know, purchasing things. So they're getting into the cross-buy area, finally. So Mario vs. Donkey Kong Tipping Stars is going to release on the eShop for both Wii U and 3DS. And it is actually um, pretty cool because if you buy one version, then you'll get a free download code for the other version. So you're able to kind of have it across both systems. And, and the neat thing about this one is you can create your own levels. So that's definitely pretty fun. Um, anyone plan on, on getting this game? Me, actually. Um, it's one of those games that, that I did not think I'd originally enjoy. Um, I think when, you know, the first game came out, I think it was for Game Boy Advance, maybe. Um, I wasn't, I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, and then I eventually got the one, I think it was uh, DSiWare, and um, played it quite a bit. And um, I didn't get any of the, the recent ones, but I remember playing that one quite a bit. And um, the only reason I didn't get the new ones is because I still have some more of the advanced levels to beat on the DSi one. And so uh, I'll probably get this new one. I think it's it's exciting that they're finally throwing some cross-buy at us in North America um, because I know Europe has got it for a while. That's one of the things we've complained about before because uh, Nintendo of Europe keeps getting these these cool things, but America kind of just like just realizes, you know, hey, I guess we got enough money so we can buy two different versions of the game. Um, It'd be even cooler if you know, there was complete you know, like sync uh syncing with the two with the two games. Um but, you know, one step at a time I guess. Uh so I'll I'll definitely be getting it. I'm kinda of undecided if I'm I was gonna get it or not. Um I've played quite a number of the ones in the series that Game Boy Advance one, I believe, like the even the DSiWare one and then I even had like March of the Minis or whatever. I think it was a full fledged like D S game or three D S game or something like that I had. Um I've kind of enjoyed them. The levels are always kind of fun, but I'm not so much into the creative aspect on those. But I don't know. I kind of like that thing where you can have both copies of it just for the price of one. And I would definitely want to support something like that because I would love to have all of my virtual console games on both systems. Yeah, I enjoyed the series when the uh, the original on the Game Boy Advance and March of the Minis. And I actually did have the DSi one because that was, that was a launch title. So I had some credit, so I bought that. And I did enjoy it. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll buy it because, again, it's digital at this point, but I do want to support Nintendo for this option. I think I think it's about time they got this because it's so that we have to buy a virtual console game on each system and have to pay double the price, especially when they're linked with Nintendo network IDs and all that. Uh, you know, Sony has it right where they have everything linked, and I think Nintendo really needs to do that, and I think they'd gain more sales. So I really hope this is the beginning of a trend uh, even if they did stuff where they released a physical package and they allowed you to download code for another one, for like two-player games like Mario Kart, so that or Smash Brothers, so like if you have two 3DSs or you have a friend that has it, you know you can give gift it to them and then play multiplayer kind of deal, kind of like the download play but with the full game. I'd like to see something like that in the future. Right. Yeah, that would definitely be an interesting way to to expand. Um, 
Alex, any thoughts on on Mario vs. DK tipping stars? No, I felt I felt kind of mixed about it when when it popped up in the Nintendo Direct because on on one hand they're experimenting with cross buy, which you know is maybe three four years too late, but at least they're doing it right. But on the other hand, I did try the game at E3 and it doesn't interest me. So I'm happy they're experimenting with cross buy, but it, it just doesn't appeal to me as a game. So you know. Nice to see that they're trying out different things, right? Yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, Speaking of trying new things, one of their new uh, IPs, Splatoon, was also featured on the Nintendo Direct, and they showed off uh, how you can customize your characters and their weapons and uh, with in-game currency, and that'll kind of affect your stats in the game. And Splatoon is releasing this May. Personally, I'm super excited for this game. I think it looks like so much fun, and I cannot wait to pl- wait to play this online. It is it is going to be amazing. Uh, did you get to play this at E3, Alex? I can't remember. Uh, oh, hold on, I'm muted in one of these things. Uh, uh, here, sorry, that that skip for a second there. What are we talking about now? <laughs> uh, Splatoon. Did you get a chance to uh, play that at E3? Yes, I got to play it a couple times at E3. It was so good. I went back in line and waited another half hour to play it. Oh man, that game is so good. <laughs> it's just action packed, it's fast, it's creative. Um we were playing it and um so you shoot your paint and you can turn into a squid and you kind of go around and I know they kind of explained all this stuff in the direct, but it's really cool to kind of shoot your paint up the wall while you're running, then go into this squid and just go up like seamlessly. It's so fast, it's so exciting and it's so different. I just I can't wait for this game. Ugh. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what about you guys, uh, Steve? Any any interest in Splatoon? Definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I, I hope to get a, a uh, an actual um, a review copy of it and uh, kind of bring you know some thoughts and we'll definitely introduce the stream and stuff like that uh, with it. But um, yeah, it, it, I yeah, I'm uh, clearly uh, excited about it and uh, cannot wait. Because I think this is something that Nintendo has needed for a long time. Um, and I'm not talking about a, a shooting genre game. I'm talking about a, a game that's focused on online. Um, because there's a lot of, of other systems have had uh, games that have been, you know, kind of primarily online. for, uh, And then they kind of thought about the, the single player later. And not to say that they shouldn't focus on the single player but that online seems to be like the main focus of this game, and that's exciting. Uh, but it also, it does seem like they have a really robust um, single-player campaign that's kind of come alongside it, which is really cool. But I'm mostly excited about the, the online multiplayer aspect because um, Nintendo has just not had really any game like that before. Right. Uh, Greg, Barry, uh, you guys ready for Splatoon? You ready to play online? Uh, yeah, I'm- I'm I'm ready. Uh, I think we should definitely do a Nintendo Fuse uh, group and uh, take on the world. Yes. Uh, but I'm I'm actually really excited for the single player. Like the multiplayer definitely looks exciting. I'm definitely for it. Uh, but I uh, I'm really interested to see where they go with the single player and see what happens. And who knows? Maybe maybe a uh, DLC Smash Brothers character Platoon Squid uh, will join the fight, which will be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I definitely will be picking it up. And I think Nintendo needs to hire Alex 
as the commercial. Like, just have him sit there for 30 seconds, <laughs> face glowing, smile on, boom, and sold game. That's what I thought. <laughs> Are you listening? Come on, get at me. I could use the money. <laughs> there you go. We, hey, they, they totally have to listen because we always predict Nintendo Directs when they happen, so you never know. That's true. I've got my bow tie. I look all professional. That's the real reason I wore this is because I knew Nintendo would be watching, trying to impress them. Mm, there you go. <laughs> Should probably go put on my Mario hoodie. No. <laughs> all right. I am also pretty excited for Splatoon, and I I will definitely be picking this one up. Um, I don't know if, again with like the baby on the way. I don't know if I'll get it on the launch day, but it's definitely gonna be on my want like very high want list to get as soon as I can. So I hope to get it and be able to play online with everyone. That'd be awesome. Just like when we play Smash Brothers, I always have more fun. What you can do when you're uh, up yeah. at like you know three in the morning with a or whatever with a uh, with a baby that won't sleep, play some Splatoon. There you go. <laughs> you could... Uh... <coughs> Excuse me. I was saying you can get like a, a little Splatoon costume or something like for Halloween. I think that'd be a cute little thing for a little little baby to wear. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That's a good idea. That's awesome. <laughs> Nintendo might better be so, watching. Yeah, I know. We have all these great ideas, right? including the uh, Puggles and Dragons, right, as uh, Nick in the chat uh, said that, you know, he would totally buy that game, right? Um, the So I want to kind of wrap things up now and sort of there's a lot of announcements, and so I want to kind of go through each of us and, and just mention kind of our favorite parts of the Nintendo Direct, and, and, you know, if there's certain things we didn't get to talk about, you can mention those as well. Just real quick, some of the stuff. There was a new Fire Emblem game announced. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D is coming in April, exclusive to the new 3DS XL. Um, they did show off more footage of Xenoblade Chronicles X. Uh, Hyrule Warriors DLC with the Majora's Mask pack comes February 5th for $7.99. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. There's some third-party games. So um, what were some of the highlights for you? What were your favorite parts of the Direct? So we'll start with Steve. Uh, Xenoblade, actually. Um, I am getting closer and closer to... Uh, various feelings about this game um, just simply because <laughs> oh my gosh it looks so beautiful um, and and I actually tweeted this I was like if, if Xenoblade looks this great I cannot wait to see uh, what Zelda is going to look like um, because like Nintendo really knows how to make this stuff for their own system uh, so this it's I'm really excited about Xenoblade and just the expansion it just oh, looks great um, I also say uh, whatever that that kind of secretive free-to-play online thing that was mentioned, I can't remember who it was, that um, that they're, work- so they're working on. It was very secretive in a way. It was like a third-person thing, but it was like oh, made by... Oh, like, Project just, Treasure? Project Treasure. Okay. Yeah, it was made by like a, just a handful of guys, um, and it's a, pretty much an indie title, which it looks fantastic for just a you know an indie project that guys probably just made in their basement. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that, too. I, I really want to you know, hear more about that. So those are two games that, that I wasn't, I was kind of already excited about um, Xenoblade, but I got even more excited. And this other one was just kind of floored me. Um, I wasn't expecting to see anything like that at all. So Project Treasure is, according to the Nintendo PR, it's a new four-player co-op game from Bandai Namco. 
uh, and Tekken director Katsuhiro Harada uh, for Wii U. Um, so we'll see we'll see how what that's like. We really didn't get any information on it, but we'll see what that's like. Uh, what about you, Greg? What were your your highlights? Well, actually, I'll go a different direction. I actually really enjoyed the Fire Emblem stuff. Um, I can't say I've been a lifelong fan. I didn't really start playing it until Awakening, but I've kind of gone back and enjoyed the Three Sacred Stones, and I just picked up Shadow Dragon for the DS and been playing through that right now. So I am very ecstatic for the very brand-new Fire Emblem game that I will likely be getting day one, hopefully with a review copy. I shall see. Um, My other runner-up with that Elliot's Quest game also looks kind of fun. That's going to be coming out next month, too. So I might be picking up that one to download. Sure. Cool. Uh, what about you, Barry? Well, first up, I could say thank you, Steve, for, for seeing the light. Seeing the light. <laughs> really, it's not that difficult. I mean, that it's just it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and, like, I, I'm, it might make me actually go back and, and pick up Chronicles uh, a 3D for the new 3DS because um, I'm so excited about this new one. I was like, oh, well, while I would wait, I could play the uh, the old one on my new 3DS and get some new feature stuff. So. There is no might. You hear here, Steve, you must pick that game up and play. <laughs> I, I challenge you to pick that up. It's amazing. That game is so amazing. I'm going to be picking that up again to play because it's so good. And uh, my my takeaway is from the direct first off the Elder Chronicles X looks fantastic. Uh and it really has me worried as a Zelda fan that I am that it's gonna be my game of the year over Zelda U and that scares me in a good way. Um I'm also happy to see Xenoblade Chronicles three D coming to America without us having to do fan petitions, buy it on Amazon, you know, beg, you know, do whatever we have to take to get the game over here. Uh, they're actually just giving it to us for once. Wow, America likes video games. Go, go figure. Uh, so I'm happy to see that. For those that didn't get a chance to play it, I hope you do uh, play Xenoblade. Uh, Project Treasure looks interesting. Uh, my my biggest takeaway from that is in the four-way split during the trailer, you can see four different faces, and one of them is Cosmos from Xenosaga. Uh, so, A, she's coming back for another game, which is interesting, but B, Will we get Dino Saga Trilogy HD on Wii U, maybe? Make it happen, Banda. Um, other than that, Fire Emblem, I was excited to see, especially since they said Awakening was going to be the last game in the series, possibly. So um, I was happy to see that, and at the same time, simultaneously sad that it was an SMT cross Fire Emblem, which we still have yet to know anything else about besides that initial trailer. But I was happy overall with the uh, with the, uh, the rack. And obviously, you could, you could see my exact reactions as they happen online on the Nintendo View. Cool. What about you, Alex? What were your, your highlights of the Nintendo Direct? I don't know. I guess I, a lot of mine are pretty similar to other people's, but uh, for the Xenoblade trailer, uh, Xenoblade X, uh, the E3 one kind of made me a little bit disappointed because the character models looked like hot trash, and uh, this one, everything just looked so much better. I mean... The environments looked good in the E3 trailer. It's mostly the characters I was concerned about. But, man, I was watching this trailer, and I almost started crying. It was beautiful. I'm on the review for that. I am so happy about that. Can't wait for that game, too. That and Splatoon and uh, the new Fire Emblem was pretty interesting. And, like Barry said, Project Treasure. So, um, 
you know, there wasn't a whole lot that, like, really, really surprised us, but there was some really neat information in there, and I'm definitely excited for uh, Xenoblade and Fire Emblem and Monster Hunter the most. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess for me, I say, I mean, I got to echo what everybody said about Xenoblade Chronicles X. I think it just looks amazing. Um, I'm just not into that genre of game, though, so I'm, I'm, I probably won't get it, but I would love to watch gameplay videos of it. I, I would love to watch videos of it because it looks amazing. I just don't know that I would have the time to really play too much of it, but definitely uh, looks just amazing. I mean, the HD, um, definitely, I guess, that, that feature really shines for, for Wii U there. Um, the, I mean, for me, I, I, I'm a big collector, so all the Amiibo stuff was pretty cool. I was glad to finally see some, some images and kind of a tentative release date for the, the next wave of Smash Brothers Amiibo. The new Amiibo line was pretty cool. Um, Splatoon looks great. Uh, even one of the random games that they kind of showed from, uh, VD Dev, a small indie, uh, developer team, uh, is releasing Ironfall Invasion for the 3DS, which is like a first-person shooter game, 60 frames per second. Uh, on the eShop and everything um, with, you know, online play as well. So it seemed kind of interesting to me. And I saw some gameplay videos using the, you know, the C-Stick as your, your right analog. And, and I thought that would definitely be a cool control method. So um, that looked kind of interesting to me as well. But aside from that, I think everybody's kind of covered, you know, the other games. Um, I think Ace Combat, I think I might actually get that because I never got it before. But with the improved 3D, I think that'll be pretty cool. Plus the Amiibo skins, I think, is, is also pretty neat. Um, That's true. I didn't, so I didn't yeah, think about that. But, but I, speaking of Ace Combat, like, that was one of the big things that I, I really enjoyed it being 3D before, but I couldn't play it like that because with flying games, I'm moving around. The same thing with, like, Star Fox. I'm excited to go back and play Star Fox 3D um, with the new 3DS because of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too, going back and playing older games now in 3D because I couldn't before. Right. I'm half tempted to download uh, Kid Icarus Uprising on my new 3DS so I can not only, instead of having the Circle Pad Pro, I can use the C-Stick, but the improved 3D and everything. I think that would definitely be, there's certain games that would definitely be worth replaying and checking out for sure. Um, but that kind of wraps things up for the Nintendo Direct. Definitely very packed. If you want to see a full list of all the details that were released on the Nintendo Direct, head to NintendoFuse.com and you can see all of the details there. And that is that, folks. That is it. So thank you so much to everybody that, that joined us in the chat, and, and thank you for listening. And we will see you guys next time. We'll let you know. Stay tuned to NintendoFuse.com to know when the next episode is. I guess usually when there's some sort of a, a big event happening, or at least once every few weeks we'll do an episode. So stay tuned for that. So thank you for watching, and we will see you guys later.